Yo, it's Isaiah, and you're listening to the Decompressed Podcast by Sidechain Studios. Hey everybody, welcome to the first episode of Decompress. This is Isaiah with Sidechain Studios, and I'm sitting here with Ruby Martinez. Say hi, Ruby. Hi. <laughs> Close to the mic. Hi. <laughs> so, Ruby... Uh, what are you going to school for? I'm going to Texas State right now for radiation therapy. Okay. And what is radiation therapy? So you're giving external radiation to cancer patients um, to kill the cancer cells. Okay, so you're like shooting the lasers at the cancer <laughs> to eliminate the cancer Not off the body. Lasers, but yes. Okay. <laughs> it's radiation, right? Yes. Okay. So where do, where do kind of you come from? Like what was your... What was your uh, community like growing up? Um, So my parents are straight from Mexico. They recently just got their residency. And me, my brother's from Mexico as well. And it's just me and my sister that are from here. We grew up in southeast side of San Antonio. So if you know where that's at, it's in the ghetto. (laughs) And it's, you know, you go to the same uh, elementary, middle school, high school with these people. You see them all throughout. And then y'all kind of just work like some minimum wage type jobs that's really what we're around and surrounded by and i'm not saying that everybody does that there's really smart people but they just don't have that opportunity that other people are given is what i'm trying to say and what what do you mean by opportunity you know we don't come from uh oh like your great great grandparents are passing this house down to you like you don't have uh certain people have where they're like oh i got a lend from my parents you know that's not a lend that's that's given to you so yeah like it's that's just given to you as extra help you know we we don't have that where we come from you're kind of just building up from the ground and and so obviously you have it harder than i did it's way harder to get like get somewhere and get something out of what you have because it's not a lot so so what do you think like made you not like the person that's just gonna get a nine to five and like have the same minimum wage job for the rest of their life like what made you want more oh definitely my parents they come from nothing like i've recently went to visit their home and you know they're poor like even more than it is here so that they're very hard-working people because they always wanted more and that just made me want more and more for them and never to be just oh i just don't want to just be comfortable like i don't want to have to worry about it how i saw them growing up worrying about it they were like worrying how to make ends meet and i never wanted that for myself and you, i feel like your brother also plays a a big role in like how you and your sister are growing up too cuz like i feel like if your brother was nothing you would probably feel a little more comfortable to not not amount to much but your brother is freaking awesome coming straight from you know living in mexico and those conditions over there people don't understand what it's like to live over there like like tell them about how how you have to get water like tell them how the basic essentials for life here that we take for granted so much tell them how what you have to do to even take a shower over there okay so it's super crazy we recently went like i was saying and just to get water there's um, people that come by screaming at like 7 a.m to in the roads and they're like who needs their tank filled up and they have these like water tanks in the back and that's where you get your water to the boiler if you have a boiler if not you're showering in super cold water like extremely cold 
So it's just wait, wait. So you need a boiler just to boil the water. Not everyone has like a stove, or it's not a stove. Or? So like the boilers in the house, like you know what regulates your water and stuff. Like some people don't have that in Mexico. So either you're like boiling it on the stove. So when we first got there, um, we're finally renovating the house that my parents had, and um, they don't ha- they didn't have any of this stuff in yet. So they were putting it on this like little stove grill type thing to heat up the water for me and my sister to take a shower. Like it's so bad, and you know nobody has jobs over there and everybody's just kind of wearing um second hand-me-downs whatever they can find and it's just it's poor everybody's poor over there and it's it's really hard to get out of like make something out of yourself when you're from over there because that's all you're surrounded by and there's not opportunity that makes a lot of sense and i feel like that also kind of reflects with like here in san antonio where we were both born but you kind of grew up your whole life in it so you understand it more than I do um, of like the opportunity that the the less opportunities that you get when you come from a background like yeah. that, like like Southeast San Antonio was one thing. But when you go to to Mexico, that's to- it's like another level. And then when you go from Mexico, maybe to like other third world countries, you know, on the other side of the ocean, it's even worse. Like and it's just crazy because like just drive what how long is it from your home or i mean your parents hometown to to the united states five hours literally across the border like we you cross over from here to eagle pass and as soon as you cross over uh, eagle pass you're in piedras negras and that's where the border's at yeah and it's just it's crazy because you it's a totally different world that you cross into it's like i read uh in my environmental biology class recently that the the amount of resources that the average american uses is five times more than the next the next country so like we use the most resources in terms of water plastic like we give the most like we we use all of this stuff more than someone in japan would would use it and i i feel like we're just so i feel like we're wasteful in a way honestly We're we're wasteful we're like selfishly wasteful if that makes sense. No, yeah. Yeah. And, and why do you think why do you think we're like that? Like cuz we've never seen without it. Like it's just so easily accessible to some people. Like plastic, like water bottles, nobody like we can easily take that out if everybody just buys the filters and their bottles and their regular stuff to use, but we don't want that cuz it's convenient for us or it's easy, you know? I feel like convenience is like the biggest factor uh to like are kind of downfall because um because like for instance the water bottle thing those bottles take like lots like decades and decades to uh to decompose and, and stuff so so the fact that it's like the popular thing right now like i have one right here i have one yeah i have one here and it's like i don't know like like why did this become a thing like everybody was just drinking tap water weren't they I don't know. I feel like we're just like I said, we're super wasteful and we this is stuff that we can easily solve or that wouldn't take as long if we all played a part. But nobody wants to do their part. Uh, Or not nobody. Obviously, that's uh, ignorant. But a lot of people don't care to do that part. If that makes sense. Yeah, a lot. It's just like everyone's like doesn't see the side effects right away. So it doesn't concern them. And I feel like that's just the overall human human 
trait like selfishness it's just there <laughs> yeah. yeah and that's probably how we survive for so long too <laughs> why why we're kind of apex predators is because we have that selfishness and but like now it's just to the point where it's it's our own downfall um yeah so so what do you kind of have planned for the, for the future like we we're kind of going into a really weird space like 2020 was everybody's you know year year that you know we just don't want to talk about it anymore and now 2021 seems like it's it's kind of beating it already <laughs> so so what do you kind of have planned for for the next coming years I kind of want to comment on that because I feel like even though 2020 wasn't the best year, I feel like it wasn't my worst year. Like I've, you know, I started doing things that I wanted to do like school wise and stuff. And I'm, you know, just getting on track finally. I feel like it was a very big opportunity year. And it just, there's a, a end of the tunnel for me finally type thing. So I'm not bashing 2020 at all. <laughs> so, so you're going to Texas State for radiation therapy and what are you doing next semester? I, I know you're doing uh, some like stuff in Austin. Yeah, so this semester coming up, I'm starting clinicals. We couldn't do clinicals because of COVID. And uh, so we get to do that starting in two weeks the semester starts. And then after that, um, we go to Round Rock and then I find out my next clinical site. So I'm super excited to finally start working with real patients and not the dummies. So clinicals is when you work with real people? Yeah, at the hospital clinic setting. Okay, that makes sense. Um, what made you What made you choose this after all? Because I know you wanted to do. Well, t tell me all the things that you planned on doing and that you switched, and like why you're doing this now. So originally, I wanted to do social work, but it is such a big field. Like you can only do so much as a social worker. Like I don't. They don't have the enough resources. They don't have like they don't get paid well. Like and there's just so many of them. You kind of just. They, I feel like some just kind of have to just do the bare minimum, you know, like they're not pushed to do more. And that's not the type of person I am. And then I wanted to do x-ray. Um, and that quickly changed once I realized that I wasn't going to have that patient care um, and that patient connection level that I wanted because I'm a very people person and I didn't want to just, oh, never see my patients again. You know, you take their x-rays and you're gone to the next patient. Like you never really find out what happened. So I started looking more into it and I saw radiation therapist once uh, my tia got diagnosed with cancer or with breast cancer. So that's when I started really looking into it. And um, the only two universities that offer your bachelor's degree with radiation therapy here in Texas is Texas State and somewhere in Wichita Falls, like Midwestern State. So obviously the choice was, uh, the choice was Texas State. Yeah, and I remember you looking or you wondering what's the next move because you found out about the radiation thing you know like i can definitely see how you're a people person how you like to to help people because you do you do talk um you're really friendly you know and, and you talk to people so so empathetically that like it your position is going to be awesome like you're gonna you're gonna help a lot of people and i have a lot of family that have had like cancer and stuff and and i'm just glad that someone that's 
as good hearted as you will be able to take care of others that are in that position you know because because that's hard that's that's some real stuff that you're going to be seeing yeah and i feel like when you're going into this career you either have that or you don't because you really need that you're these people are going through one of their toughest things they've ever had to go through so all you can and want to do is you know make it a little easier for them that's how i see it i'm like if i can just make it easier for you and give you better quality of life then why why don't i and that's awesome because you're going to be changing these people's lives like so much like you're the one that's actually transmitting the radiation no yeah so we're operating the machine that does everything so like tell me how the machine works because like people probably aren't really familiar with with how this stuff works so how how do you therapize or how do you <laughs> how do you give therapy <laughs> to <laughs> with radiation therapy. yeah my mom still thinks all i'm doing is kind of like taking x-rays i'm like that's not what i'm doing at all <laughs> But so like the machine is called a linear accelerator and you lay on this couch, this table, the patient lays there and this beam uh, rotates around you and is giving radiation to the specific area where you have the tumor at and the tumor being the cancer. Um, so it kind of takes a while. They see you in and the doctor kind of does a CT scan, sees where everything's at. And we from there on, they make the plan and how much their radiation they're going to give you and how many fractionations and um, how many days you're coming in for treatment, obviously. And that's just based on how bad yours is at that point? Yeah, uh, well, it depends where it's at, how bad it is, um, like what stage, what grade. Everything goes into play, basically. And it's specifically set, and um, it the beam kind of shapes around your site, so you're not getting, you're not exposing other parts that are not needed to be exposed to radiation. Because obviously it can be super bad for you. So, so what's the most interesting that you've learned Thing that you've learned about like all of this like radiation and and all of this because i know you had to watch a couple documentaries about like things like the atomic bombs and world war ii and stuff so like what's probably like the biggest takeaway i guess that you've you've studied so far and, and i know you still got a lot more left to study but so far what do you think is the biggest takeaway i feel like i never realized how powerful it is and how much how it can affect people at like such a small dose and such a big dose. Like we were uh, learning on the early pioneers, how they would, they basically discovered it by an accident. They were, uh, they had a film in front and they were getting radiation from somewhere else and they put their hand behind and all of a sudden they could see an x-ray. So it was just an accident. And I think that's my biggest takeaway is that how strong and how deadly it is if it's not done properly and, you know, with right intention, I guess I want to say. Yeah, that's a good point, right intention, because that is literally like what chemical warfare kind of thing. Like, yeah. And that was the situation with the atomic bomb. Like, they no, I read I saw this documentary when they were talking. About, I can't remember what specific um, what event it was, but they were just like, yeah, we were building it and we were so excited to finally win. And we were so ahead of everyone. And then they were like, but then we blew it up. And we instantly just couldn't. I could, there was this guy. He's like, I couldn't even look my look myself in the mirror because I didn't realize how many innocent people we were gonna kill. Like that was never really a thought. It was just um, it was scientists, so they're obviously just so involved and excited into making this because they're creators, and they didn't realize, I guess, the outcome. And that's insane because how did they not know the outcome? Because I know they did tests like in the deserts and in like the ocean. Exactly what was going to happen, but I guess they never connected it to a people emotional level. And that's when they realized they were just, that's not what they should have. That wasn't their intention, I guess. 
but kind of it was. <laughs> it's like it was, right? Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they... That's what they were planning to do, and they were in the middle of a war. So they knew what they were doing, but I don't know. I guess they just never realized the innocent people that were going to be there around. Because once the radiation, these bombs explode, this radiation doesn't just stay local. It obviously just spreads and spreads, and it lingers forever. Like, it, it takes a really long time to clean stuff up like that. Do you think... Do you think it's safe over there now? Like, I, I haven't really researched what what it looks like now, but it, is it safe? Do you think the radiation's gone? No, there were some sites that um, they're still, like, abandoned. They're, nobody's allowed to live there because of how much radiation was exposed. It just stays like that for years and years and years. Kind of like the Chernobyl thing. Yeah. yeah. It was, I think it was maybe that one, but I know, like, you couldn't even live within miles of it still. So it's just so deadly. Like, it's something that... Sh- the invisible killer yeah basically yeah and you know what's insane is that like radiation just emits from what like do do you know what radiation comes from because i know it's such a natural thing and like i think it's the splitting of atomic of like atomic particles or, or something like that so how the linear accelerator works is because um all of these atoms they're like in protons and electrons they're just moving so quickly it, it becomes it makes this force so like that that's my understanding of it so far obviously i'm so like new into everything and everything just sounds like a new language so i might be wrong on it but that's how it's being explained to us in a way yeah that makes sense um yeah because i just remember reading recently of like astronauts in space like how their suits have to be really heavy duty because just uh, radiation from the sun can like vaporize you like that or you know just kill you in in seconds because of how strong it is um or like on mars like if we ever go to mars or whatever it has to be underground because of radiation or we we have to have some sort of protection because radiation itself is just super deadly yeah like some um they were explaining to us how people that obviously used this first or started trying to test everything out um there was no safety uh, practices involved yet because it was so new so like some people um they can't even grow their nails out anymore because their nail beds are so dead and killed like from the radiation because they weren't being safe wow yeah that's scary (laughs) yeah i don't want to mess with that (laughs) don't they give you radiation when you're like doing x-rays at the dentist and they're trying to see what your mouth your teeth look like yeah so there's like diagnostic x-rays where it's not as deadly as um like uh what is it called like other type of radiation but it definitely is giving you a harmful like side effect it can it's not no radiation really just isn't safe period you know that that's true (laughs) So so you have Austin clinicals coming up. Um, so my first clinicals are actually here in San Antonio. Um, and then I moved to Round Rock and it'll be a different clinical site. When do you move to Round Rock? Uh, this summer. Coming this summer. That's when my lease is up. So um, starting in August when we go back to school, we'll be on the Round Rock campus. So I have to find somewhere over there. I bet you're excited about that. I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah, you're going to really be on your own this time, not like 45 minutes away. I know. My parents are going to be like, are you coming? No, I'm two hours away. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not just a, a quick drive. drive anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like I take 20 minutes and I'm back here. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a big change or a bigger change, I feel like. Yeah, but it's going to be good for you. Yeah, you're going to have a great time. I'm super excited. I've always uh, kind of just wanted to be in Austin for a little bit, just experience it. So I'm excited. So so after that, 
what are your plans like do you plan on moving to an, another state or do you want to like like are you what are your your long-term plans if you have any so i graduate 20 in 2022 in the spring and i plan on taking my registry exam right away um i plan on obviously passing my registry exam what's the registry exam so it's an exam you have to take in order to get your like basically like you know how um registered nurse have to take exams to earn their license to practice this is how they know that we're we know enough to practice this is how i'm able i'm going to be able to get my job like my actual career it's like the bar yeah basically you know how everybody has uh, their own type of exam this is our exam um i plan on passing my exam and i want to work maybe as a floater or a travel agency which is kind of wherever they need you or wherever there's a need you're kind of moving um and i want to do it just to explore and just to as soon as i'm out of college i kind of want to see the world more so it'll be a good opportunity and i'm able to work with what i my career with what i want to do yeah imagine like doing your job in like another country like helping people from other countries that that'd be so awesome especially people that you know they can't have this help or like they don't have the resources why why wouldn't i want to give back you know and that's awesome because um not not everyone thinks like that not everyone wants to to help others so it it's awesome that you're doing that it's awesome that you're going in this field and and i think everything that you've been through kind of has accumulated to this point right here so now that you know what you're gonna do like fuck like go go head on and you know just keep keep tackling everything and you know get good grades and stuff like i I know they love you there at the program i know i'm super thankful for everybody and the director and they're just so it's such a welcoming community i've never really felt like i could connect to other people like i just don't really make those relationships and it's so nice to hear them say like oh like if y'all need anything like you know at the end of the day we're not competing to get in anymore we're helping each other out like our degree is all gonna have the same thing so why not help each other out and it's just an awesome feeling and you're already like kind of cool with like a lot of the people there oh yeah everybody's super friendly and we all need like the extra help and the extra encouragement every once in a while so we're all we're all getting pretty close i would say that's awesome so if you had like any words of advice for somebody that kind of grew up how you did or is maybe less fortunate or or more fortunate just anyone that may have that may kind of know how your shoes fit or may fit in your shoes what would you you say is like uh some words of advice or like what have you learned that you would tell your your younger self i feel like i would get discouraged a lot when i would see what other people had and i didn't i'd be like dang like i don't i wouldn't never have that opportunity like or my parents couldn't give me that to put me ahead and it was very discouraging i feel like growing up because you know i come from highlands and and nobody has the money and you go and you compete against these schools that have like these nice stadiums and these nice communities around them so I would always kind of feel discouraged. So I would say don't feel discouraged. Just be goal-driven and just want it for yourself. And that's what's going to push you. Because if you don't want it, you know, you're not going to have the motivation. And that's that's what's going to get you out, I feel like. Yeah, just that want to yeah. to do something like. Because you don't want to end up in what you're seeing. And you don't want to end up in what you're around and what you grew up in. And that's what pushed me always. All right. Well, I guess that's it. We we hit 34 minutes. It's not bad for the first podcast. Uh, how do you feel? It's a motherfucking rap. <laughs> <laughs> she was super nervous before we started this, but I mean, 
that went amazing so yeah that's it for the first episode um I, if you stuck around this long please comment or say something saying on my instagram or whatever at sidechain studios that you listened and i will shout you out and i will love you forever because you're awesome um anything you want to say you want to say bye um just follow like subscribe <laughs> whatever what's your your at on instagram oh no i meant to your stuff okay well what's my at? um at shupuim <laughs> no the other one which one zebula sidechain, <laughs> sidechain studios yeah shout out sidechain studios